0: Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. We are joined by Philly Slugger. First base left field. I'll ask about the left field because there wasn't a ton of it last year, but we're with Reese Hoskins. Reese, how you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing great. Thank, I appreciate you calling me a slugger.
0: Thanks thanks for hopping on, man. And yeah, I mean, well, especially with present company. We'll take some digs at Trevor, too, if he's going to take digs at us. But you you are the slugger on right now. Dude, just how are you doing? Like, where's where's your headspace at? It's, uh, as we're recording this, it's Friday, and, like, New York City kind of just got shut down. Like, how are you doing with everything?
1: I mean, obviously, it's a little weird. I got home to Philadelphia late Tuesday night. What's today friday See, i don't even know what day it is yeah and we just been i mean it's been okay so far i have like a driveway that i've been able to get some workouts in but i mean other than that it's how many movies can you watch in a day
2: are you like garage door open working out in the garage in the driveway blasting 80s music like a scene out of stranger things
1: <laughs> i mean i i should <laughs> uh no we have so we live in like a little community and in between the The houses there's a long shared driveway. Ah, okay. Uh, Do you guys? Are you guys
3: going to the yard right now? You going to the stadium?
1: So I actually just tried to go today, and they turned me around. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Did
2: you say the? Do you know who I am?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Well, is anybody else in there?" But yeah, apparently, I'm going to guess maybe for a week that we're going to be, you know, locked out of the stadiums, and I'll be running up and down the stairs as much I can and carrying around a band and doing push-ups randomly. We'll get it done.
2: Yeah. It sounds very similar to my life and my <laughs> quarantine lifestyle. When you, when you <laughs> joined us, uh, ploof called you Resa And I wanted to ask if Girardi has given you a nickname yet because he gives, I uh, we're Yankees fans. So like everyone got like, if I know Girardi, he calls you Reesey, which I think is weird.
1: Yeah, he doesn't. Okay, good. Um, that's a God, huge win. Yeah. That's what my mom called me. Okay. You see. Um I think I've talked about this with Trev in the past, but there, no one's called by their real name in baseball. Or maybe even in all sports. Right? So like Trev's Trev or Pluffy or most of the time I'm Haas. Okay. Which yeah. short and sweet. It works for me.
2: And then leads to Big Hoss. Sure. Big yeah, fella? Big that's Haas. a that's a nickname on uh Baseball reference yeah. for you. This big yeah, fella. That's a
1: player's weekend. Oh, okay, that's my, your player's weekend. My, yeah, my college roommates called me that. So it's kind of a little ode to them.
2: I wanted to that's ask you nickname. about. Oh, Ploof, go ahead.
3: No, so that's a good nickname. I mean, it if is. You want to have that, especially if you're a guy that hits homers, like you call Big Fella. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It fits perfect.
2: I wanted to ask you about your time in college because the one uh, tidbit that always floats out there is that you got the scholarship to go to Sacramento. And then you foregoed some of your scholarship money so you got so the team could bring on a pitcher. So first mm-hmm. off, is that true?
1: It is true. I foregoed some of my college scholarship my junior year. Um, was
2: it a freshman pitcher that got brought in or a transfer?
1: It was a JUCO guy. Okay. Transfer, yeah.
2: And then uh, did you hold it over his head? Like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm paying for you to be here.
1: No, nah, I should have. You should have. <laughs> Trev, you might know this guy's name. His name is Alex Palsha. He went to Long Beach State for a little bit.
3: I don't know. I don't know if I recognize the name. No. It really is an incredible story, by the way. Like, I don't yeah. know many people. That's like you and Tom Brady are the only people that do that. So you're in good company.
1: <laughs> Tampa Easy Bay. I, that. I, I still yeah, don't bus. understand.
3: Yeah, You know, we were kind of looking you up, doing the Wikipedia and stuff, and I knew a lot about you, but 4.0 GPA coming out of high school. You're a banger. But Sac State is the only – college to offer you how how does that
1: happen
3: like how was that miss
1: so I played three sports in high school so I never really did the summer ball circuit I was always you know playing football in the winter I was playing basketball and I can remember three seasons in a row I ended the basketball season like on a Thursday and Basically, just showed up to the baseball diamond the next day and was on the team, and off we went. So I didn't play football my senior year, so I kind of finally got to do summer ball there. But at that point, I feel like you're kind of late, right? Yeah. So, I guess so. Actually, and the way was, they I,
2: the way they scout now is just all those yeah. AAU and summer ball. So that makes sense. That it's not as exactly. disrespectful as I it seemed uh, when you just read it.
1: You just yeah. I had up. I had a couple like. Preferred walk on opportunities in some Pac 12 schools. I know growing up in Northern California, I always wanted to go to Stanford. Thank God I didn't. (laughs) Uh, But Sac
3: State is a good school, it's a good baseball program and a good conference. So it's not like it's a bad thing. It's just interesting to me that, you know, when you read up on you, it's like Reese got one uh, college scholarship offer. And to me, it's like that's a huge mess.
1: Yeah, I I mean, how
3: people did it,
1: but my biggest reservation about going to Sac State was had nothing to do with the school or baseball, it was just being at home. Yeah, you know, I didn't really feel like I was going to get that college experience, big football school, party as much as I can, which I mean, we still did our fair share of partying, sure. Um, and hey, being close to home was cool.
2: Do you ever go up to Chico, float down the river?
1: I didn't. Uh, But we floated in the the American River, which uh, Sacramento. That's a badass
0: sentence to say. It's floating down the American (laughs) River.
1: (laughs) Plenty of times.
0: That's (laughs) as American as it gets. There you go. Um, And, yeah, hey, that one scholarship is still more than half the people you're talking to right now, and things worked (laughs) out pretty well for you. I'm interested. We we touched on this the other day um, because all baseball people are kind of losing their mind right now. Everyone's losing their mind. Sure, but leaving leaving base. What was your basketball game like? Were you were you six four and thick, or were you were you a little thinner? Or what 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 was your high school basketball game like?
1: I was definitely th- thinner. Okay. Um, I, so I went to a all boys Jesuit school in Sacramento, and I was the biggest guy on the team. Um, okay. So I was kind of the do everything that nobody else wanted to. <laughs> Yep. Guard guard the big dude, box out, <laughs> take charges, pass the ball, you know, four points, eight boards. That was kind of the, oh, the standard Oh, love life. that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> just a gamer. That's the hero.
0: Every team needs it.
1: Honestly, though, basketball practice was sometimes way more fun than the games. Just punking some of the younger kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was fun, Did though. You- did you
3: play against anybody like that ended up being in the NBA and like yeah it was a, couple a complete dudes. mismatch.
1: So, the school that I went to holds a tournament right around Christmas that's pretty big. We would get you know schools from all over the country, Texas, uh, Denver, um, and we played a guy from Strake Jesuit in Dallas. His name's Tim Frazier oh yeah he's now in the nba penn state he went to, yeah he went to penn state um we played i played against a god i can't remember his name um he went to duke who's in that same oh, tournament
3: Decent and then the,
1: our, the biggest one is aaron gordon
3: oh, oh my
1: yeah yeah he went to midi archbishop midi which is a very school look at that
2: Boom! Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah.
0: Was he all just right. was he different back then? Like, was that the guy you saw in the corner and it's Like, oh, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he was a freshman when I was a junior, which is crazy okay. to think about. But think he was as athletic back then as he is now. So
3: How when about you get football? High school sports. It's like, yeah, football is. I think football for me is when you see those guys like the clips of Derrick Henry or someone like that in high school. It's dangerous. Yeah. Like if you're just like a little kid going up against a grown man, I ha, mean you can get hurt seriously. Have you seen the video going
2: viral today of that the little white kid guarding Zion in high school, and he's like clapping in Zion's no. face? He's like 5'3". It just had to be a joke. And Zion looks at the bench and goes like, this can't. What? This? What's going on here? It's crazy.
1: Was baseball your favorite sport in high school? You played all three? Honestly, my favorite was probably basketball. I had the most fun playing basketball. Um, I just knew I wasn't going anywhere. I was a 6'4 Ford, but <laughs> sorry, that, <laughs> miles and miles of heart. only in high school. <laughs> miles and miles of heart. <laughs> I just was always the best at baseball of all three and knew I, that was my best chance to get college paid for. Right. How,
0: how far three. do you and Trev go back? Because Trevor's kind of introduced us to this California baseball world, and I know you are a NorCal guy, Trevor SoCal, yeah. but – California, I mean, it's its own beast, and Trevor walks around like he's the mayor of everywhere he goes. Did When when well, did you guys link up? Was it when he joined up with the Phillies or before that?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So the first time I'd ever met him was last year when he joined the Phillies. Obviously, I'd heard the name. Knew he was uh, a California <laughs> guy. Um, he still got a little uh, juice
2: at Philly camp. We were walking around. A little bit of I juice.
3: A, I got a little juice there. Not too much. Um, Not as much as yeah, Reese. No, was, it, it was actually two years ago, Reese. Time flies. Holy uh, cow. No way. Yeah. And I have heard a ton about Reese playing was was in Lehigh.
1: What's that? I was 18.
3: Yeah. Wow. So I was in Lehigh and everyone was just singing your praises and I knew who you were. I'd seen you go off. You know, in 17, you came up and hit a zillion homers, which is awesome,
1: which is fun. Congrats we'll talk about
3: that. Yeah. Um, and like I said, in Lehigh, everyone was just really high on you. So I got called up kind of randomly that year, and I was really excited to meet you. And then I, I really – that team was great, like the camaraderie on there and, and just the cast of characters. It was one of my favorite teams to be a part of. And I'll tell you what I love about Reese. Like he's a great guy, smart guy. I love his swing. A lot of good things about you. My favorite thing about you is your like batting cage attire. So Reese walks around in a crop top. Oh, yes. So he just kind of like shows off the abs and he goes in there. He's like kind of like a a 90s football player that's got like the tied up shirt. And he just goes in there and rakes. And I'd be honest with you, I'd never seen it until Reese did it. And I'm kind of uh, I've been looking for it ever since.
1: I think that started in Lehigh. <laughs> um Dong, which uh Trav knows Dong, he's our assistant uh athletic trainer. He was in Lehigh when I was there and we were in Durham and where do where do where do the Braves play? Gwinnett. 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 In the middle of July. So it was hot. balls hot. <laughs> and he was like let's go outside and work out so i just cut this crop top up and it kind of stuck with me
2: <laughs> jake's it a big works. crop top guy
0: yeah i uh I, I went it's whatever i went viral um <laughs> there was a whole thing uh there's this like supermodel that was at a yankees game posing and like Barstool posted something, and then it became this whole, is it sexist, is it not? So then I went to the stadium the next week and posted. It got, like, 10 million views, but we're not here to talk about that. Views or views no, 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 no. We're no. not here to talk about that. No, no. no.
2: I want to talk about your 2017 uh, come up when you went crazy hitting home runs. At what point did you take a breath and be like, what the hell is going on right now?
0: <laughs> this is easy.
2: Um, yeah. And, and I think um, uh, I was just looking at your minor league game logs and you were hitting home runs that whole August at AAA too, which makes sense. They brought you up and then it just stayed.
1: Did- yeah. I think the most like, okay, what the heck is going on moment was we played the Cubs four games at home for players weekend. I think it was like the middle of August, maybe towards the end. And I hit homers four games in a row. And, I remember thinking, like, I was 0 for 4 in the last game. It was off KG, Auhara, Um And I was like, dude, this is it. Like, I'm going to hit a homer. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I, it was the craziest feeling. You get those feelings, right? You're just so locked in that you don't know what's going on. You're not thinking. Like, I could have gone up there and tried to hit the ball to the handle, and things would have gone off, So You were going to the
3: ballpark. You were going to hit a homer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: It's an incredible um, feeling, and you and you don't get that too often. I mean, you probably had it more no. than I did. I I had a run, not as good as yours, but there was a time. It's like 2012 where I just knew I was going to hit a home run.
1: Yeah.
3: And when you're in it, you're like, I'm the, I'm this is going to happen forever. I'm the yeah. best hitter of all time. Ever. Um, but <laughs> it eventually comes. Well, for me, it came to a screeching halt. <laughs> but that feeling. Well, is incredible
1: i remember telling reporters after like because i kept feeling like i was giving the same interview over and over (laughs) i kept saying like look this is gonna end i don't know when i hope it's not till next year but at some point it's gonna end and i was just like i'm gonna try to ride the wave as long as i can
0: yeah that's that's a pretty good spot to be in when you're raking so good you have to tell the reporters like this will stop <laughs> uh, relax this will not continue and then yeah flash forward i mean 2018 you do your thing and then last year you know they add a couple couple dudes harper McCutcheon um i mentioned you didn't <laughs> did you get one game in left field last year did you did you get in left field I right? don't think so I mean, does that hurt you? Do you like left field, or were you like, no, those guys are cool, I'm fine with that, or or how did that go down?
1: I mean, if I could pick, I would not pick left field.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And I, um, I I think the other thing
1: I was not, wondering. Not enough
0: conversation for you out there?
1: Well, you just kind of get lost in your thoughts, and that's not good for any baseball player. And <laughs> I, I, I never played the outfield. I played three games in the minor leagues. Oh, wow. Yeah,
2: I read that. Um, I read the scout said, like. Keep them at first base. Then the Phillies put them in yeah, the field right exactly. away.
3: <laughs> and, you get and I'm okay with In that. the outfield, in the big leagues, I mean, it's not like. Yeah. In the minor leagues, you can get away with it. You, you, For sure. You're not going to be on Sports Center if you mess up. But you get thrown in there in the big leagues. That's a, that's a tough thing to do. Do
1: you have a first, highlight from first, left field? I do. I actually turned a triple play from left field. Or started a triple play.
2: Hell yeah. Okay, we're on that. Um, that's when you walked back and you were like, all right, I'm good. I've done everything I want to do. Okay, out there.
1: it doesn't matter I'm, what I do bad. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple assists though. I At thought you looked good trip. out
3: there. You know, I saw you work, and um, you know, the first thing they said when you were when you were doing that was, "This guy's working his ass off," and that's kind of what you have to do. But it's not fair yeah, to true. ask a corner infielder to go play the outfield and expect him to be like an Alex Gordon transition. It's just that doesn't happen sure. very often. It's very hard to sure. go out there and adjust, especially in the big leagues.
1: I mean, the ball's different, the stadium's different, the third deck, right? And you got guys... Fans yelling at you. Exactly.
0: That's exactly what I was going to ask because I, I feel like on this on this side of things and, you know, Twitter world, Instagram, everyone is, oh, you know, catch a fly ball. And, A, half of those people can't. We went down to spring training and we just made asses of ourselves recently. Yes. Um, but awesome. it, it is the biggest thing... That, just the different stadiums or is it just doing it day to day or what was, what was hardest for you?
1: Yeah, I would say the different stadiums. Like obviously we get a ton of work at home. So I obviously felt way more comfortable, like just with sight lines, the lights, you know, things like that, that, um, you have to know and get used to. And of course my first road trip was San Diego and San Francisco. <laughs> so trying to trying to play outfield for the first time in San Francisco was a nightmare.
0: No, it's not Jeez. good.
2: Um, the Yankees just did that to a prospect in their in their organization as well. They're in San Francisco and never played left field ever. <laughs> they put him out I there. They go get him. Yep. Yeah, It's crazy.
0: <laughs> have fun, kid. Jeez, what um? Now you're you're kind of perfect for this new age generation of hitter and I, I'm interested to see your question because we asked this to Kevin Biggio and he he gave us an interesting answer. But I mean man, you got the power, you got the on base. What um at the end of the year when when you're going back through your season, are are there certain stats you look at? Is it is it the whole body of work? Is it OPS? I mean it could be anything. What do you look look at, at the end of the year?
1: Yeah, so I, I usually look at two things. Um OPS is definitely one of them. Obviously, you know if I can slug in the middle of an order, we're probably going to score some runs. Um, And if I can get on base for the guys that are hitting behind me, which I mean this year is even more important with the guys that we have, we're also going to score runs. And then I was always personally, I've always been a fan of RBIs.
0: All right, yeah, knocking knocking
1: guys in, which. Doesn't mean a whole lot anymore in the game, it seems. Um, But the last time I checked, the more runs that we score, if we score more than the other team, we're going to win.
2: It's better, yeah. It's (laughs) better, right? I
1: think that's good. Yeah.
2: Trev's a big Um, run differential guy, so it's huge.
3: I I mean, I think that is telling for a team. But I I love that you said that you still look at RBIs because, yeah, they're circumstantial and you have to have – opportunities and whatnot. But hitting in the middle of the order where you're supposed to be a run producer, it's a different kind of at bat. When you have guys 100%. in scoring position, your numbers should be up over bases empty or whatever, but it's still a tough at bat. You have to be able to do it. And you have to, a lot of times you got to be selfless with it. You know, you can't go up there and try to get your A swings off when you need one run and a guy's nasty And a lot of guys do that and they're not successful. And the guys that are most successful year after year after year um, driving in runs, and I always use Miguel Cabrera as the benchmark for this. If you watch him in his prime years, he was so good at just using the other, the opposite way and inside outing balls and just getting that one run in. Like that's what he'd always tell me. If there's a runner at third base with less than two out, I am going to get him in. doesn't matter what I have to do. So it's a yeah. different at bat, and it is a skill.
2: Yeah.
1: For sure. Like, you, you use Miggy. I've gotten a chance to watch Anthony Rendon for the last sure. three years just pound 85 hoppers through the second base hole, right, for a Five run takes. and an RBI.
2: Yeah. Well, I looked it up. Your OPS with the runners in scoring position is pretty good. So good job. Congratulations. There we go. Trev was telling us that he had guys around the league when he would um, prep to see how a pitcher would attack him or what he wanted his approach to be, that he had kind of like comparison guys, right, Trev, that you would look at, like, how did this pitcher attack him? Do you do that? And if so, do you have a guy that you look at, like, he's your comparison? How did this guy attack this guy? Now I know what I'm going to do.
1: For sure. Um, Yeah. One that comes off the top of my head and like, You know, we're obviously a little bit spoiled. We get this information basically daily if we need it. But I always, maybe this is me being hopeful, but I always try to look at Goldie. There you go. There's a a big right-handed hitter, handles the outside of the half of the plate better than he does the inner half, but can pop you if you go in there. So I always try to look at some of his at-bats off the pitchers that I face.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good one. My, uh, my current only one is your new teammate, Ronald Torres. We might circle around on him. (laughs) Um, same, similar body types, but, uh, um, if you slice Jake in half (laughs) vertically, if I I stopped with the late night Reese's, but that's another thing. Reese, I, something that caught me that you said before, and I I was looking, you batted a bunch cleanup last year and you guys have a lot of on base dudes and I'm just coming from our Yankee world and everything we see around baseball and knowing F- Philly Sports Radio, has there been a lot of discussion about like where you hit in the batting order? Because with the high OBP, I'm sure some people scream to go up top. Some people still hate that, and they want to see the meaty guy in the middle of the order. Do you care? Do you just show up and wherever I am in the lineup, or do you like having kind of that cleanup title?
1: Uh, The title doesn't mean anything to me for sure. I always tell managers, if they ask, look, like, at the end of the day, I don't care where I hit. As long as I get to walk up to the little square on the left side of the plate, you know, facing the pitcher, <laughs> that four or five four or five times a, a day, I don't care where I hit. No, it just so happens that most of my career, it's been in that four hole, sometimes a little bit to two, I let off a little bit last year, but as long as I get to hit, I don't care where it comes from.
3: Dude, there's nothing better than hitting in the middle of the order. It's such it's such a cool thing. Dude.
1: a little bit more swagger.
3: I got to do it a few times, not a lot. Um, and when I did get to do it, yeah, it feels a little bit bigger when you walk up there.
0: Did you walk up a little bit bigger, Trev?
1: Yeah, you, you
3: know, yeah. spread the legs a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Pop the chest. Room.
3: Yeah, it does. I'm telling you. I don't know what it is. It's just like you're supposed to be the guy that drives and runs. You're the extra base guy. Um. But uh, it's it's fun, man.
2: How long did it take you to go, okay, well, your second game of your career, you were batting cleanup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I hit seventh my first uh, – my first uh, – or the debut.
3: Trevor, your thoughts. Yeah. I love it. I mean, <laughs> didn't you hit like 40 homers in, in Lehigh and Reading the year before?
1: In Reading I hit 38.
3: I mean, this guy's coming up. You know he's going to hit homers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's nuts. Hey, speaking of home runs, you had the slowest home home run trot (laughs) ever (laughs) last year. A little uh, showmanship against the Mets who came high, high at you. That was your response after hitting a home run. How early on was that planned? Or was it once you hit the home run, okay, I'm going slow trot on their ass? Or was it way like, if I do, I'm doing this?
1: Yeah, it wasn't planned at all. Oh, I love it. Um, That's awesome. I hit it, and if you go back and watch, I knew I got it. And it barely got out, but <laughs> you it, hate it counts. counts. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take my time. Hell yeah, it dude. It lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going to.
2: Well, once you go slow, it's not like you, you, got like, to. you have to no, ride it yeah. out. You can't just like put yeah. the burners on after a second. You even yeah. gave the bullpen. Uh, I think I did a little breakdown on you. Did a bu- gave the bullpen a little <laughs> shout out. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I compared you to Joe West because yeah. you were running at his max speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
3: Did anybody chirp you? Any of the guys in the infield?
1: No, nobody. Did anyone yeah, say nobody anything? Nobody said a word. Did anyone nobody say anything after? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Mets the, can't catcher didn't say anything to me. That's
3: because they knew. I mean, doesn't if that They say were to do the same thing. They would have done it. Well, right. and
2: they were the ones thrown at his head.
3: Exactly.
1: So,
2: and then uh, that was a
1: crazy, crazy couple days.
2: Bryce Harper later on in the season had like the fastest home run trot when he hit the walk off.
1: Oh, I know. Did you? I you, thought he was going to catch me. I, I was si- on first.
2: I synced them up though. You're slow, and his fast, and he almost does two laps before you finish <laughs> your home run trot.
1: <laughs>
2: if he didn't, hey, you never it,
1: know when the last one's. It's going to be your last one. You Got to savor it.
2: Do you think you'll try and beat that record moving forward? Just a slow lower.
1: Unless so I get thrown on my head again,
2: I, I think that's great. That should be your response to who, whatever uh, throw a team throws at your head. I'm a slow shot. <laughs> your ass, it's coming. It's good.
1: The worst part about that whole, or maybe best, was I heard our AAA team because that the pitcher, the young, the young guy that got sent down that threw at me, they were playing Lehigh like a week after, and they played the video as he. Warmed up in the game. Oh, <laughs> that's tough. All time troll level. That's yeah, tough. iron pigs, man.
0: Minor league teams troll. are ruthless. They got to entertain at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> what um that I mean we could do baseball stuff all day, but we like the silly stuff too. What what do people kn- need to know about you, Reese? Like what's Reese Hoskins off the field? Are you you said at the start there's only so many movies you can go through, but are you a sure. movie dude? Music, hunt fish. What do you got?
1: Honestly, I'm pretty plain Jane. And I'm completely okay with that. I don't really like to hunt. I don't really like to fish. I have a dog that I spend a ton of time out with or like, outside with.
0: Like that. What kind of dog?
1: He's an English golden.
3: Oh, favorite. okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I love shoes. I have way too many I like shoes. Good
3: style, good shoes.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're from California. We got to Trev. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> um yeah, I love shoes. I have a really weird collection of socks.
3: Oh,
2: wow. Sock game strong. Um, How many different yeah, pairs? How do you do you oh. have to flaunt those sneakily or do you go shorts and high socks?
1: I'm never Well, I wouldn't say never. It's more sneakily for sure. Okay. I think in high school it was shorts and high socks. All right. Um
2: now you just pull the pants up a little bit when you sit down and hope a someone peeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. What's just your a fi- subtle swag? Are they like uh, just just like patterns and colors, or are you wearing like Superman, SpongeBob, socks like that?
1: All sorts of, uh, okay. all of it. All right. Yeah.
3: All I got to ask you this question. Okay. Because I think I've talked about this before. Uh, we're talking about Arietta. Okay. Just our guy. You know, he's a
1: uh, one of a kind eccentric. guy. Eccentric.
3: <laughs> when you're really rich, and you're strange they call you eccentric mm-hmm. which is great but his personal style is something i've never seen before i mean we know like he comes back from a road trip he's got 50 boxes yep in his locker and the way i've described his style before it's like a rich homeless person it's great he wears this one brand that's like four different shirts patched together to make one shirt mm. And it just kind of looks like he's a hobo with really good style.
1: I don't really works. know how to
3: explain it. It works really well for him, and he is one of my favorite teammates I've ever had. But he's just out there, and I love it.
1: Yeah, and it it's spot on for him, and I couldn't imagine it any other way. I don't. Obviously, I've only known him for a couple of years now, but he's got he is. Fanny
3: pack. He's got unapologetically the old
1: himself.
2: He's done the body issue. Uh, If the body issue, if they reach out to you, would you be down to do the ESPN body issue? This is a burning question. People, they tweeted this in.
1: Make sure you ask him
2: if he wants to do the body issue. It's Jake's one goal in life.
1: Yeah, I will. Shoot. I don't. See, I feel like that's the kind of thing that you can't say no to.
3: Okay. I agree. Yes. I
0: agree. Show it off, baby. Let the
1: world know. Who's your your plane buddy? Um... So I always sit in between Scott Kingery in front of me.
0: Kinger, high T.
1: And then Jake is usually right behind me.
2: All right. So you ever fuck with your seat? You lean back on him?
1: No. Uh, yeah, right. sometimes. I always give him a heads up. You uh. I
3: remember what the plane rides were like in Philly. I didn't spend that much time with you guys. It was really quick, my time there. But, end of 18. Yeah.
2: They make you sit blood with blood. the reporters, Trev? Ooh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> they are like, who is this guy? <laughs> Tommy's really loud. Tommy Hunter's really yeah. loud. A um, little bit of card playing. But again, yeah, a little bit of card playing.
1: I think 18 was when Mario Kart was huge. Yeah. With the switches. Mm. So I think there was some of that coming out.
3: Good stuff, though.
2: Has uh, Did the vibe around, like, we talked to some people when we were at spring training. With the the new managers and kind of a whole new like regime with Joe at the helm, did it feel any different? Did, it, did was yes. there was there tangible differences right away?
1: Um, just more feeling. Uh, I think one underrated thing that maybe not a lot of people realize is Joe being back with Rob Thompson. Yeah, Topper was, does everything. His bench coach, everything. Yeah, and just the the trust that they have with each other, just. The interactions are seamless. Um, you can see that, you can feel that in game, in the clubhouse, around the whole camp. Was uh,
2: Larry Bowe was at camp too, right?
1: Always, still chugging along.
2: <laughs> and and Pena, that was the crew: it was Topper, Joe, Bowe, and Pena for like a decade in New York. So you got the whole gang back together. But yeah. Joe's fun. He he always did like a big event. Did you get well, I guess spring never ended because of the damn virus. He always did a big like yeah. pool day or I like a lot of camps do that. But
1: which... we we didn't have a big event. We were playing Family Feud in the morning.
2: Oh, okay. That's fun. Any good yeah.
3: stuff?
1: Um I mean it's family feud. Yeah. <laughs> <It's not laughs> clubhouse feud.
3: Did you guys have the ping pong tourney again this We year? didn't.
1: No, no, we didn't. Are you good at ping pong? I'm okay. All right. I'm okay. We got a couple guys in the clubhouse that have expensive custom paddles. Oh. And I'm more of a um, sandpaper mm-hmm. piece of yep. wood. Yeah. That's it. I don't. Can't. More a defender.
2: You you they better be good. If you have a custom paddle, you better not you get beat. Be. That's that's like the risk you run there. You can't
1: do that. Yeah. yeah I think you, yeah, have you ever I seen a.
3: No, I was saying Arietta won it last year in spring training, and it was a really good match.
1: Yeah, I want to say it was came him and back Cousins
3: against somebody. Who was it? Was it Cousins? It might have been. I mean, Cousins is really good. Yeah, but I don't think it was him. Too big. It was somebody else, and it was a big match. And Jake was down, and then they rallied off like three or four points in a row to take the crown. And was it? Was it I don't know. I don't think it was Kinger either, but uh, Jake. I'm sure Jake's the, one of the guys with his custom paddle, right?
1: It's <laughs> a good guess. <laughs> yeah.
2: We we talked about you in the slow home run trot against the Mets, yeah. which is a nice dig at them. But even without that, you fucking crush the Mets, man. Especially their good pitchers. What's up with that? Like your numbers against Syndergaard are as if I don't think I could beat those numbers in a video game, if I was playing as you against Syndergaard.
1: It's insane. I mean, it's, some guys you just see really well. Some guys you don't. And oftentimes it's you see guys that a lot of other guys don't see well, and a lot of other guys see someone well, and you don't.
2: Is this a thing? Do Mets um, fans, like, chirp you? Do they hate you? Are you known as a, a Mets killer? I'm not too familiar with the NL East. But, I mean, listen to this, Trev. Versus Syndergaard, DeGrom, and Mats. He has a 1.164 OPS. And that's like 64 plate appearances. Like, he fucking crushes these top wow. Mets pitchers.
1: I think Matt. It's not Mass.
3: just Syndergaard, it's DeGrom as well.
2: Yeah, he's in there, but Syndergaard wow. numbers are like mean.
1: Yeah, Syndergaard's <laughs> for sure the best. DeGrom's definitely the worst. I have some like iffy doubles off him that still count. They
2: the, Yeah, the the Don base percentage is there with uh, DeGrom, though.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Matt's, I'm like three for 18
2: with like three homers. Yeah. 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 And uh, the the Wheeler, Wheeler was the one pitcher that you didn't crush, but now he's on your team. So that was a great move.
1: Yes. The best move.
3: (laughs) 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 What's the, what's the flip side of that? You know, because yeah, like you said, there's some guys that you see well that other guys don't. Who's the guy that you don't see well? And other guys, I mean, like, always rake him.
2: I can um, find him for you if you want.
1: I mean, I know I don't see Scherzer and Strasburg well. I think I that's that. okay. Fair. That's allowed. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Me either. I'm trying to think of guys in our division because we see them a lot. I haven't faced Freed that many times, but yeah. I don't think I have any success off him, and I feel like Trevor's boy crush him.
3: He's a friend of the pod. Yeah. Nice hair. Yeah. Um, for me, it was Ubaldo Jimenez, okay. and it was late career Ubaldo, um, and we would just score a ton of runs off him, and I would strike out four times, and I. I
1: mean, somebody has to make the outs.
3: I just knew it. <laughs> I'd walk up to the plate like, "This is gonna suck."
2: <laughs> that, was, gonna that was that step. That was the problem yeah. number one. Trev, come on.
3: Well, that didn't happen right away, but after like the six or seven at bat, when you've just like struck out the entire time, it happens. But uh, I mean. We'll let you pass with Scherzer. And, and yeah, Scherzer. that's
2: good. What about a uh, good conversationalist? Do you have someone in the NL East that, like, when they get the first base, like, all right, what's up, man? How you doing? And it's uh, they're, they're fun to chat with?
1: Uh, I really enjoy talking to Freddie Freeman.
2: That nice. was someone else's answer as well. Freddie's just yeah. the most liked, liked guy in MLB.
1: He's got, like, this dry, sarcastic humor that <laughs> I think will always be funny. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the mic'd up stuff that he did. Like, yeah.
3: yeah that's, pretty
1: good. that's who he is. That's not something that he's putting on for the cameras.
0: Are you all for the mic'd up stuff? Like, if they if they fully tried to implement that, are you in on that? Or are you kind of like, nah, or what?
1: I'd be curious to see how it would go in the regular season when the games count. I think spring training, there should be at least one guy on both teams mic'd up. Yes. Like, no matter what. Just to, for fan engagement.
2: Yeah. What, what um, if they, because uh, we were talking with Flaherty about this, and, like, the NFL has done uh, uh, the sounds, FX, or whatever, the next day. Like, every Sunday, every team besides two play a day game. They should mic up a player on each team or the home plate ump or first baseman would be good as well, and then, like, yeah. put it out Monday night yeah. as a half-hour show. Would you be down with that? I think 100%. I don't know why they don't do that. Come on, MLB.
1: Yeah, doing yeah.
3: it live is a little strange. I don't even because, want it yeah. as a
2: viewer. I don't want it live. Like I like it in spring training, but I yeah. want to watch the game. Uh like, you know, I'm into the game, so like if you like I don't want a player talking.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: But showing the highlights think, the next day with those guys talking would be
1: really cool. I think so. Like or maybe do someone on the dugout who's into the game, right? And you can hear guys break down certain things. What if it's a hitter talking about pitchers or bullpen guys or whatever it is, right? Like I think you just get get some more insight into the way that each guy thinks, and I think people would like that. I mean, everybody loves hard knocks.
2: Everybody, everybody loves hard
1: knocks. So, I mean, why not?
2: Do you plan on getting ejected again next season?
1: Plan? I don't know if I ever (laughs) (laughs) plan. The man, the the, my first one in the the big leagues, I didn't even get my money's worth. It wasn't even worth it.
2: (laughs) Um, Was it last year or was that 18?
1: It was last year.
2: Gabe was
3: what was the the scenario?
2: Gabe was hilarious with his ejections last year.
1: It was like the fourth inning. I struck out to end the inning on a pitch that I did not think was a strike.
0: Okay.
1: And I supposedly threw my equipment too hard. And no. Got tossed for that. Come on, guys, man. That's what
2: yeah. they said.
1: Who was it? Yeah, man? he. <sighs> Should I name names? Name names. I
3: mean,
2: yeah, we, we anyone we could find it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: It was it was Will Little.
3: Ah, uh, okay.
2: That's the guy that uh, no, no no Joe too- Westcrew. Yeah.
3: Sometimes the younger guys have a quicker trigger.
1: Yeah, and and look yeah, like. He- if I just didn't I just don't think it it was for the reason that he said he just that's just what he said.
0: Oh.
2: You think there was, some, there was something else to the story?
1: I do. I think there usually is.
2: Oh, okay. Is he mad at Gabe?
1: <laughs> Maybe.
3: Gabe was really good with his ejections.
2: Gabe? <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. I mean his he breakdown for him. me is gold because you could read his lips and what he was saying just was so naive. It'd be yeah. like in mean, one ejection, he they, he wanted them to change the call and they wouldn't. And he was like, You're really not going to change the call? And I was like, Gabe, no one's done that in the history of baseball. <laughs> Come on now. They're stubborn as hell. Oh, I think man. you should go for one ejection a season. I think that's just good fun. Content. You got to make it worth it. And you got to speak yeah. really enunciate so I can read your lips. And make so you can do it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be much appreciated. One
1: thing that I saw, it wasn't that long ago, actually, maybe during spring training was it the guy argued, went back into the dugout, grabbed the trash can, and put it behind home plate.
2: Yeah, I saw and that. He yeah, I remember just walked
1: off. That was good. I what think that's that? classic. I don't know. I, it might have even been in the minor leagues. That's
2: awesome. I think it was minor leagues. Yeah. Bryce had a good one last year, just straight up calling the ump soft. You're fucking soft, hey, bro. In New
1: York? Yeah. Or was that? Uh, I what
2: think it was, was home. Yeah. Do you ever, uh, if you could switch styles with Bryce Harper and then he ru- and then you run out with the headband on and the tapered <laughs> pants, you think you'd look good?
1: That's, I don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he pulls it off, though, man. I, I, like, he I does. like his That's style. Him. Yeah, it's flashy. He, owns he, it.
2: he got like he turned baseball pants into joggers.
1: For sure. Yes.
3: Yeah,
0: they're way different.
3: When you're really rich, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, when you win an MVP. That's true. MVP is how –
0: what um and we'll we'll see when baseball comes back whatever that looks like when it does. What um, what do, what what should we know about this Phillies team that we can't just by looking at the roster and being like, oh, Didi's Dee a nice added shortstop. Like what 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 should the people know about the the Phillies team that you saw in spring training this year?
1: That Scott Kingery will be much much better because he'll play one position.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: And it's King most Kingery likely fan. his natural position.
0: Big year for Kinger. All right, all the fantasy geeks it, are into that.
1: Perfect. I think if if you play second base, you'll talk about him as a gold glover.
2: Love that. Ooh, okay. I like that.
3: High T guy. Perfect. High, high T, T, T guy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
2: it's good stuff. We'll get a full <laughs> list by the end love of the that season. That
0: term's sticking. I'm, I'm going to make my all high T team. <laughs> I'm going to make
2: an all low T team. <laughs> low
3: T team. Perfect. Yeah. Stuff. There's a lot of low T guys in the league. You know, that's okay. Think, uh, that's fine. Yeah, like it just Mitch makes the high T guys guy that much better. Guy. Who's that, Ploof? Mitch Moreland. He's I low like t- a low <laughs> T guy. Like <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's oh. just kind of like takes his time. Okay. Know, does his thing. Scotty is definitely yeah. more of a like I'm running everywhere. I'm sprinting. I'm going balls out. High T guy.
0: All right. You can appreciate it. Tough
3: for the low tiers. Cool.
0: <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Any, anything you got to shout out, Reese? Are you gonna? Uh, are you pumping the Instagram game? During during this time, or what what do you need to yeah, shout I don't out, know. or questions for I, us?
1: I've thought about it. You know, trying to be more engaging because we have time. I mean, I follow Trev; he's always on the tweeter. <laughs> um, I'll probably do a, a couple Q and A's throughout this, or just you know, real interactive with some whoever wants to talk about whatever you want. That's um, what it's all about. I mean, we got the You're time. the
3: pod now. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I will say, I'm wearing this hat here, which I'm trying to. This is one of the um, sneaker shops that I shop at in Philly. Okay, Okay. the guys become a really good homie, and obviously, with all the stuff going on, small businesses are hurting. So
3: name it out. We can't really see it.
2: Wait, hold on. BBD's doing his magic. I gotta go the other way.
1: There you
3: go. Beautiful. It's called Lapstone
1: and Hammer.
2: Lapstone yeah. and Hammer, nice, Perfect. So
1: obviously support your small businesses. Yep, love and it. especially shoes. I love
2: that. <laughs> cool.
3: All right, I texted. Uh, wait, one last thing before we go, because I don't have great style. I tried to. I texted Nappy,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I was like, "Nap, like where do I get cool shoes?" And he hooked it up, so I appreciate that because you guys kind of go hand in hand with the cool shoes. And I've just been like Vans guy and I wanted to get some like sick Nikes.
1: Okay, what'd you and get?
3: <laughs> uh, I showed them to him. He didn't like them that much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
3: They're like the Blazers. So they're just okay. kind of like standard. Um,
1: White with this black swoosh?
3: Yeah, black swoosh.
1: Hey, that's. Yeah. It goes with anything.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to step my game up for you.
1: Versatile. Team. Oh, okay. I'll see what I can do. Do you have a favorite
0: pair of shoes, race, or is that like picking picking favorite kids?
1: So, I took a uh, like a grab bag on my way back to Philly and sent a bunch of stuff on the truck, and I I took probably twenty pairs of shoes down to spring training.
2: <laughs> nice. How many times, uh, how many times do you put on a pair of socks, and then you go to get the shoes, and you're like, damn, these shoes don't go with these socks. And then you have to decide, which one do I want to wear more today, the socks or the shoes? And then you have a whole big internal <laughs> decision to make over the socks and the shoes.
1: Well, the shoes are always going to win. Okay.
2: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They're out they're out front. That's
1: fair. Um, but I had to take two pairs to put in this grab bag. And I was like, all right, if something were to happen, what two <laughs> pairs of shoes do I not want to lose?
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like an icebreaker question come to life.
1: There you go. So... I have the Travis Scott Jordan One yep. that I love, and then I have the um, it's an Air Max ninety seven, the Sean Witherspoon multiple colors corduroy.
0: Sean Witherspoon
2: uh, corduroy. I know those shoes. Man, those sound sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> cool, but those all are right. my two. Now we all got shoes. We'll uh, we'll get the whole John Boy Media crew some nice new shoes from your recommendations. There you, go. So you can have some Ploof.
3: I need some. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it seems like yours that you went with aren't a good hit, aren't a hit.
3: No, they're kind of just too standard. Like, anybody can get my shoes. No, no,
1: no. Good starter shoe. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) That's how you wrap that up in the compliment. (laughs) Cool. All right, man. Thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we get baseball back soon and you can go do your thing. But in the meantime, enjoy the movies.
1: Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, man. Thanks, Reaser.